What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Are you looking for a gift for your paranormal loving friend or family member? Then check out our online store at our webpage at scprai.org. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and tote bags. A portion of the proceeds go to funding our team and updating equipment. This is the South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations Podcast with your hosts, Paul and Carolyn. We are a ghost hunting group that investigates the Palmetto State. Uh, welcome to the South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations Podcast. I'm your host, Paul, and I got Carolyn with me. Say hello, Carolyn. Hello, the co-host. So um, today we have on one of our newest members in training. Her name is Kate, and she just wanted to come on and tell a little bit about her story. Uh, Kate, can you tell us where you're from originally? I am originally originally from Texas. Mm -hmm. And then I just basically just moved around a whole bunch Um, growing up. I've lived uh, mostly here, Colorado, and pretty much, you know, like I said, Texas. Mm. So So what is your favorite place you've lived so far? I would have to say Colorado. I would that that would probably be mine too because I've been to Colorado. Well, I was very young, but Colorado is definitely a beautiful, beautiful state. Yes, except it's it's so cold and it's so expensive. But yes, I mean it's oh my gosh, the mountains and it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was so, gonna say you know besides the cold weather and it snows like more than eleven months out of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I could do, you know, without, like, the snowstorm and, you know, with, well, me, I have nerve damage in my leg. And so, like, cold weather and my leg, it just does not see, you know, eye eye to eye pretty well. So, (laughs) yeah, moving back there is not an option. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that, too. So, uh, what got you into the paranormal? Well, just basically life experiences. Um, just everything that I've been through, pretty much, you know, stories that I've been told, things that I have witnessed myself. Um, yeah, I mean, just pretty much just life. That's, that pretty much is what started all from the very beginning. Do you remember what your first paranormal experience was that says, wait a minute, something isn't right here? Um, yes, I do. I believe I was probably around, I want to say seven, eight years old. And I was um, down at my dad and stepmom's for the summer. And they lived in this, um, it's not really run down, but I mean, they, they had lived in this trailer. And at night, you would hear like, um, kind of like the old jail where they had like this really large loop and then they had all the keys, you know, dangling off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, at night I would hear that go past my bedroom door and I would, you know, me being the only one, I, you know, everyone else, they'd be asleep and I'd be the only one up, you know, looking around trying to figure out, Hey, where did it come from? You know, and I would tell my dad about it the next morning, and he was like, oh, you know, yeah, just, you know, just don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. Well, I couldn't go to sleep. I wanted to know, you know, what it was, where it came from, you know, stuff like that. I never seen anything really as a child. Um, it was mostly just hearing stuff and, you know, seeing the tv volume go up and down the channels change and you know just random stuff like that Hmm. 
That would be very interesting and cool to see, but yet also probably a little frightening, you know, if you're young and mm-hmm. seeing all this going on and you don't understand, like, what it is. Your parents aren't, you know, really experiencing it either or either telling you that's nothing and right. not telling you, you know, that they experience the same thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was mostly of my dad and stepmom. They didn't want me, you know, or any of my other siblings because there was, like, seven of us so you know they didn't want us to get scared so they just kind of just brushed it off like oh okay you know it's it's no big deal mm-hmm. um and then you know I started hearing stories about whenever I was you know born and witchcraft and you know just all that stuff and I was like okay <laughs> yeah so what uh hold on. Carolyn, you got any questions? Yeah, when you said uh, like born in witchcraft, what exactly do you mean? Well, my mother, um, whenever I was, because uh, I was born two and a half months premature, mm-hmm. and um, whenever I was born back in the 80s, they didn't know exactly how much, I guess, how much was too much like oxygen or some some another you know to be put in the eye um for a preemie and so therefore you know I lost my vision in my left eye well my my dad's sister um which you know she's deceased now but her name was Nola and she did um black magic witchcraft and um, I guess my parents went to her and they basically, you know, told her the situation. And she told she told them that I was not going to lose my vision in my right eye, that, you know, I would be fine. And sure enough, you know, I was. And then I've also had black magic done on me for bad as well. Um and that was done by my dad's ex-wife. Hmm. Interesting. So it was like she was jealous or something? Well, um, she wanted, from what I've been told, is she wanted to have a daughter and with my father. And she never got that. All she had was um, boys. And so... You know, whenever I came along, you know, like you said, basically, jealous, you know, jealousy had set in, and um, I ended up getting really, really bad sick, and I really don't know about the age that I was, you know, I must have been like a little, little baby, but um, when they did the x-rays on me, and they found teeth, hair, and bones in my stomach and yes teeth hair and bones which most say that's a medical condition where you actually had a twin do I where most medical would say that that was actually your twin oh you had a twin really I didn't know Mm -hmm. that yeah interesting Oh, that is interesting. But um, whenever, like, they basically told my parents to start planning my funeral and um, stuff like that. Well, again, my parents had went to NOLA, and they NOLA told them, don't worry about it. When they go in to do the surgery in the morning, before they do it, you know, they'll do the imaging and everything and there will be nothing there it will all be gone and sure enough the very next morning everything was gone interesting yes that is interesting um i do know of also um just like when Um, my mother had told me stories of um, whenever 
there would be like a bunch of black crows all gathered around the apartment complex and like on the railing of where their apartment was she would like just random things would happen um she would see my dad basically walk into a room and excuse me uh she would talk to him he would physically look at her and then turn around and walk out of the room only to find out he was never in that room like he was whether he was in the kitchen or whether he was laying down in bed or whatever he he never physically walked into that room and it's just you know weird stuff such as that happened whenever I was a baby um my mother has said that whenever I was whenever I would be sleeping in my crib you know um I guess my window had like um, one of those like gated things that you know you sometimes see back in the olden days um, like black crows would all be gathered up around around my window wow yeah I mean it's just it's a lot of really strange things that has happened um, I do know because um, both of them both of my daughters, their fathers are both deceased, which um, is strange because <clears throat> growing up, I had an off and on relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. And whenever my youngest, when it was the first year anniversary of her father's death, um, I had his Xbox at the house. And it was me and my kids and my mother that were all sitting in the room. And we literally seen the Xbox levitate up in the air for about 10 seconds and then fall to the ground. Wow. And, you know, of course, I got up and, you know, I went and I was like, okay, well, what could possibly, you know, make it do that? I could not come up with anything, mm. you know, and I, I, did, I didn't know. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been a lot of strange things. Um, there was one time when I was in the ER and um, I was given a lot of medicine for what reason I don't remember but I was I had been given a lot of medicine well I had seen like a it was like a really bright shadow and then the more I looked at it the more I could like I couldn't speak to the person but I now know that you know that was my grandmother but I could see her and she was standing in like the corner, but she had on the old timey um, nurse's outfit that, you know, they wore with the hat um, and stuff like that. And I did not even know that my grandmother had been a nurse until I got out of the hospital and I had actually contacted my uncle. And I asked him, I said, hey, you know, was Nana, because that's when I I called her, was she ever a nurse? And he was like, yeah, you know, she went through nursing school. And I sent him a picture of, you know, just what I had seen. And he said, yeah, you know, she wore that. And but what was so strange is it's like, even though I couldn't I couldn't talk to her. But, like, in my head, and as weird as this may sound, in my head, I knew who she was. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, I, I knew who she was, and I don't know if she was just there, you know, just to say, hey, I'm watching over you, you're going to be okay, or, 
you know, what whatever may be the situation, I'm I'm not sure. But I knew who she was. Um, I didn't really recognize her because, you know, obviously I wasn't alive back when she was in nursing school and stuff like that. But, but yeah, um, yeah, that was that was a really strange experience. Yeah, definitely. Carolyn, you got any questions? I would probably have mixed emotions like, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, definitely. You know, and it's like nobody else in the room. Like, I asked my husband, and I even asked the nurses, I said, do you not see her? She's standing right there. And, you know, my husband, he he was like, no, there, there's, no one, there's no one there. And I'm like, no, she's standing right there. You know, I was actually getting kind of frustrated because I could see her, but nobody else, you know, nobody else could. Was that the first time you ever saw anything and not more or less heard or felt? Um, well, not really heard or felt. Um, with my most recent surgery, um, the uh, streptococcal um, gang ring or gang, I don't remember exactly like how do you pronounce it, but it's like the streptococcal gangrene. Um, whenever I was coming, and even my husband don't even know this, but whenever I was just coming out of anesthesia, um, I could have sworn that I seen a very close friend of mine who passed away probably about three, four years ago. Um, I looked over there at the chair and he was dressed in, you know, just a blue t-shirt, blue, you know, what he wore every day, you know, blue mm-hmm. jeans and, you know, t-shirt type of thing. And, you know, he was just in there just smiling at me. And I mean, to me, it was just like, it was comforting. I didn't get scared. I was actually comforted, you know, by yeah. just knowing that he was there. And again, he could have been just trying to tell you, hey, it's going to be all right. You're going to get out of this, you know. Well, yeah, especially since that surgery, you know, it was just like, it was such, you know, out of the blue, just, okay, you have to go into emergency surgery because you're dying. I mean, that's basically what they told me. So, this is my opinion, and my opinion only, but it feels as though when all this has happened to you, you've been in that state to where it's like, I don't want to say an altered state, but your mind is more open because you're at that such a relaxed state that it seems like your abilities are more pronounced. Whereas as you start to wake up, they kind of fade away and you kind of shut them out. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that that does. That actually makes a, makes a lot of sense. Um, now, my son... He is, um, he's autistic and actually mm-hmm. the house, the, the house that we're living in, mm-hmm. the, the, one of the previous owners, um, he had actually died of a heart attack right there in the kitchen. Okay. And my son has sworn up and down that he's, he's seen him and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I've only felt like, <clears throat> Like, mostly just, like, someone is watching, you know, watching me. And, but I've never seen anything, you know, like my son, my son has. Which, which is kind of like, you know, you have them feelings. You have, you have that special tweak. But Mm -hmm. you're just, when you're so relaxed and your mind's in a different state, it tends to open it up more. Which, you know, your son being autistic, he has that. Because I my my grandson's autistic too, and oh, really? they have just that special, you know. I don't know how to put it, but where their mind is a little more 
tweet than ours. Right. Now, I have actually heard that, you know, children with special needs, um, that their senses, such as, you know, opening up to like the paranormal and stuff like that, that their senses are actually open a lot more than, you know, just like the regular person. Right, because their mind thinks differently. Right. Whereas what we perceive is not there, their mind's like, uh, yes, it is, because it's what I see. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, fully, I fully understand that. They see the world a whole lot different than what we do. Yes. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, now, he has, you know, the high-functioning high autism. Yeah, my grandson has the same thing. But at the same time, it's also low functioning. So he's like yep. kind of in between. Yep. But, yep. but yeah, I mean, I've I've been through a lot of different experiences, um, and it's just it's been crazy, and it just, I mean, I'm I'm definitely open to you know whatever comes my way. You know, I definitely, you know, I, I don't shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, it, gets, it gets shut down a little bit. I mean, you're not open all the way. It gets shut right. down just a little bit. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like... I don't, I don't know why, but something is shutting it down. Because, like I said, you know, when you're in them stages, like just coming out of anesthesia or you're in that relaxed stage you can see it and then when you're out of it it's kind of like what (laughs) also another thing and I don't know if if like you've ever heard of this I'm pretty sure you have but like you know like when you're first starting to like drift off to sleep type of thing Uh like sometimes I'll hear I'll hear like um I wouldn't say voices of like loved ones that's passed away, but like in my in my head, it's like I'll see like past images of you know things that happened with them in the in the past. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's maybe you know part of my brain like opening that. You're you're in that relaxed. You're in that relaxed where your mind's like open more huh. I never thought of it like that makes sense to me yeah yeah it, it really does if you really want to you know tweak it I would actually go see someone that can help you probably expand it even more if that's something that you want to do oh definitely so who would I go see i got somebody you could contact but she is very busy so i don't know if you know how quickly she can get to you but there's also somebody else i can try and dig their number up if i can find so i got a couple of options um so when we get done here i'll message you uh one of their numbers and you can call her call her your best bet it's like you have the ability, but something is stopping you from enjoying all of it. Yeah. I, I like I said, know. this is my opinion. You know, I'm not basing it on any facts or any other. It's just my opinion how I'm perceiving it, more or less. Right. And, you know, that that actually makes sense, um, What what you're saying, because... You know, you are right, you know, when I'm in the relaxed state or when I'm, you know, coming out of anesthesia or something like that, you know, it just like, that's when it happens the most. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever tried in like meditating and just kind of, you know, not no. meditating, but, you know, just like a very relaxed meditation? I don't even know how to meditate. You could go to YouTube and you can YouTube and they even have like guided ones and you can do that and they'll kind of guide you through it and that might, that might help you. 
Yeah, but just you got to get the right one because some of them ones are just like whatever. Yeah. You got to <laughs> do some digging. But yeah, you got to do a lot of digging and a lot of research, and a lot of times it's just you going into your own little room and just you know focusing relaxing, breathing, focusing, and just kind of you know taking time for yourself just to kind of relax yourself. Right. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely, you know, I'll I'll definitely check that out. And yeah, Paul, um, whenever you get off more, when we disconnect here, um, just go ahead and message me and I'll definitely call. Will do, yeah. I would call her and just leave a voicemail and just tell her, you know, you know, what, you know, you're part of the team and that I gave you the number just to see if, what she thought, and, you know, and, and check you out. And also, too, you with you doing that and finding your level, you know, that may help you out with your son, too. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know how, well, I mean, he said he's not scared of it. And he, you know, he's not scared of the ability. He's, and mm-hmm. he's scared of seeing, of, you know, seeing stuff and stuff like that unless it's bad he has said that he's seen you know what he calls a the black man which mm-hmm. is just from head to toe you know just completely black kind of like the shadow man or something yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yeah that's what that's what he says that he sees well, it could be too, you know, when, when, when you find what works for you, maybe help him out, you know, in that essence, well, you know, work with him saying, okay, when this happens, do this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. We could make him up some cleansing spray too, if you want. We can probably do that. Get, yeah, you. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's what we do in this group, you know, it's all about helping and you know just yeah not just the client but each other you know right exactly oh yeah i've I've been you know firsthand you know witness with you know helping each you know each other and i mean Mm. this group is a great group i mean i've been so blessed to you know be a part of it and like like angie says all the time we're we're family this this team really is really is a family if you stick with us and you really get to know us and Mm -hmm. you Exactly. A lot of cases, and you get to know each other. It it, it definitely becomes like a, a family. And like I was telling Angie the other day at the meeting, I was like, some of the most fun times I've ever had is when we're just all together. We're not even like necessarily investigating. Like we we have a party, you know, you know what I mean, or something like that. We which is rare, right. but we are so busy, especially right now with all the cases we have. Right. But we do find that time to all get together. I just feel like that's the most fun we have is when the when as many of us as possible are at, like, just someone's house hanging out. Exactly. Yeah. When we're just like, hey, is anybody busy this weekend? Want to get together? Want to go yeah. do this? Want to do that? Of, yeah. me, and, me and Brandy and Melody did that yesterday, kind of, like, last minute. We are like, well, yeah, our kids got kids. Huh? I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. We were supposed to have a case at Wagner. It got canceled, and we all live nearby. So I was like, well, let's just do something else. So, yeah, we, we went out for uh, a couple of drinks last night. Oh, cool. Did you guys have fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had fun. We're old. We were home before the bars closed. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think we I think we left. It was after midnight, but we, we were definitely home before the bars were closed. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, right now, it's, it's kind of hard for me to, you know, really go out and do a whole lot of stuff, you know, because with the whole arm thing going on yeah. so but yeah within time within time All time is just a matter of just going to have lunch or yeah. just you know going to take a walk you mm-hmm. know it's not so much going out and doing this doing that you know we could just say all right anybody want to grab some lunch yeah and that's what we were talking about too like last night was like you know next time there's not a case in our area or whatever people in the area will just do that again you know right. like, hey, who wants to who wants to just come come out and stuff like that we were talking about that last night 
Yeah, I would love to know, you know, who lives in like the Easley area and, you know, kind of get together with the people up here and, you know, maybe have lunch or something like that. Yeah, we got to, um, we got, we're, we were just talking about this the other day. We got to update our contact list and on the contact list, it'll have where everybody lives at. So you'll be able to figure out who's near you. Oh, yep. cool. So, okay. Yeah, we got to get a new one of those out. All right. Yeah, I think that's we've added some people. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And then you were you did your first case with me at Aiken. Yes, I did. That was. We didn't get any EVPs or anything, but we got a lot of like weird like moving noises, and then mm-hmm. I don't, did you hear? Well, how, go ahead, Carolyn. Sorry. How was her your experience for the first time doing it that way? Uh, it was it was definitely unique, um, mostly because, you know, well, the house, you know, it didn't have any walls or anything. It was it was, I guess, being uh, rebuilt. And so, you know, we spent a good a good amount of time, you know, out in the shed. And um, I mean, the the uh, owner of the house, well, the guy who had you know, uh, passed away. Um, he had a lot of really cool stuff in his shed and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I mean, we got a lot of, you know, movement and stuff like that. But, you know, nothing really as in, you know, that really shook us. And, yeah. You know, top- there was one. I got it. I got it twice, actually, because I left my recorder in the house. I think when we went out in the woods and, you know, into the shed, mm-hmm. I left the recorder in there. It was twice where it sounded like a door, like, opened twice, and I was just like, there was nobody in there. That was weird. Well, not only that, but there was no doors. Yeah. Well, I think there was one door in there, but it was, like, back in that, okay, so when you came in the back door, it was to Uh the right, and, like, everything to the left, though, there was no doors, but there was, like, one door, but there was, like, no walls, so he hadn't taken the door off there, but it was in such a place where... I think there was something in front of it, too, where it couldn't have moved. I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was definitely It was definitely unique. Um, now, my next one is on the 29th, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one. Mm. Where is that one located? Camden? Um, I believe so. I yeah. have to go back and look, but I'll yeah. I'll switch through that case, but I switch with, I switch with Melanie. Melanie's going to do that case. We have quite a few in Camden. Yeah, uh, we've actually had a lot of cases popping up in the Midlands here recently. And that's yeah. how it usually goes, though. Like, most of our cases go in the upstate, but then all of a sudden you'll get slammed with, like, five cases in a row in the Midlands. Or you'll get, like, like a, we were talking earlier today, Carolyn, that one time we had four cases in a row in the low country, And at that time there was, like, no members down that way. So I was going from Columbia down to the and doing all those down there. Right. Uh, Melanie did most of those cases with me too because like you know no one from the upstate really wants to go all the way down to Charleston back in the night and I don't blame them for that but like Melanie would do it I was just like thank you <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out when I come back where I'm going I know that um, I'll be in the Myrtle Beach area but there's not something where I want to stay at mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of when I get there where do I want to go Bring your ass up this way. That's where you need to go. Yeah, I like Greenville. <laughs> yeah, I like Greenville too. Greenville, Greenville was one of the areas too where I was looking at, you know, and I'm just looking at, you know, uh, job wise and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of doing the same thing too. So, fun stuff. Well. Well, I'm basically just, I mean, uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm pretty much available, you know, whenever. So, Mm. I mean, I currently cannot drive, so my husband's going to be, you know, taking me to all my cases. (laughs) Hey, we had someone who did that, too, so. Or he could always, like, if, like, say, I don't know, this is an example, because I know it's near you, but I don't know if it would be out of your way, like. Angie lives, you know, in Gray Court, so like you, he could drop you off at Gray Court if she, if you're coming down this way, you know what I mean, and then pick you up from there, so he doesn't have to go all the way down there, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You could always link up. Once we get that contact and you figure out who's going, you can always link up with someone and stuff, too. Right. Because so. oh, okay. we're pretty good about carpooling and things like that. When everyone's like, hey, you know, want to get together, then we can go from here. Yeah. Yeah, Tori usually uh, carpools with me, and I've carpooled with you a lot and Angie a lot. Yeah, depending on where we were going. Yeah. Yeah, I love the carpool because I don't like driving. <laughs> Even though I do, I do end up like, driving with Carolyn. Carpool with Angie. <laughs> yeah, if they, if Angie's going through here, I'm like, yeah, swing by and get me because we already discussed the. Uh, I can't remember where that case is now. Oh, there's a case coming up in Sumter, and I was like, oh, you got to go right past me to to go there anyway. Just pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I believe I did my first case. I believe it was me, you, Tori, and Sean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tori and Sean. I mean, they they were both really nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean. Sean's funny too. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Him and the the green beer. What was it called? Me. He said I don't remember. Oh what, yeah. But it was so funny. Yeah, there was beer in this guy's shed who's been dead for a year. And I was, mm-hmm. was like, I wonder if they'll let me take that. And I was like, Sean, I'm pretty sure that Green's beer by now. He's like, it's still beer. Oh, yeah. I was, yes. like, I was like, this is why you're our team blush. Grace? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Only, only Sean would take beer from a dead dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably nasty and disgusting by now. <laughs> right. Right. But all like, in all, we have a good time, and you know, when it comes to the paranormal, we just try to find what we can and explain a lot if we can. We can't mm-hmm. explain it, then we're like, hmm. And between Paul and I, our big ones are orbs, where we're just like, seriously, come on. I hate orbs. <laughs> I really feel like, to me personally, orbs are like like the worst piece of evidence that you could get mm-hmm. personally that's how i personally feel about orbs like i think i even posted something earlier did i did it post i don't know yeah it did post and only one person liked it but it was showing yeah. how dust like can you know look like orbs and everything dude dude did like a demonstration and i'm like yeah yeah so I don't know. I haven't seen it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen your post, but I was in church also. Okay. But yeah, just go, go check that out. I posted something. It was like, he takes, the guy just takes his pillow up to it and hits his hand up to the camera and just hits his hand on it. And the dust flies everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll I, it I used to be in a bunch of paranormal groups, like on Facebook and I left them all because all it was, was people posting uh, videos of orbs and all of them were definitely dust to me and if you try yeah. to them they would get so mad and so upset I had one dude tell me that dust does not show up on camera because it doesn't even show up on military cameras <laughs> yes it does <laughs> I was like yes it does and then they try to get into the whole well it's got a flight path and blah 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 I was like yeah you don't know you might not even notice the air you know, you know the air drafts in the room because there could be so minimal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, you, like we probably won't even notice it. So like, to me, that's still not even like a a good explanation of, oh, it looked like it had a a a a flight path. I was like, yeah, but you don't know what the air flow, how the air is flowing through that room either. Right, and I bet you anything, ninety nine percent of those people are also fans. Of Zach Baggins. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Just not, I, I'm not a big fan of orbs. I hate orbs. <laughs> They're just dust. Yeah, I've oh. only seen like maybe three or four orbs where I'll say maybe, and that's still just right. a maybe. I've never, right. to, I'm, I've never told anyone that that is definitely an orb. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, with your investigation, what equipment did you use? Um, well, I, I think all, well, I didn't have a, uh, recorder or a flashlight for that matter. So Mm -hmm. I actually had to use Tori's flashlight 
mm-hmm. she was she was nice enough to let me use that, which I gotta get I gotta get my own flashlight. Speaking of which, and um, yeah. So did you um all the equipment that um we had there? Uh, what did you like about it? Um, well, I liked, I really liked the, um, what, I forgot, what is the thing that turns, like, orange, where, like, orange, yellow, red? Yes, yes, that one. But also, you know, just like Paul said, you know, you barely shake it in. You know, it goes off. Um, That trained really good on that. (laughs) Yeah, I really like, I, I really like that one. And then also the um, the recorder, too. I think, you know, with a recorder, you can pick up, you know, a lot of good stuff if, you know, the spirit or whatever, if it, you know, goes to it and speaks yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, you can get stuff that you can't even hear, you know, with your ear. So Right, right. I think that's everybody's go-to is because of the evidence that you get more on a recorder than anything else. Yeah. Let's see, my thing is I don't have a computer. And so it's like, okay, I need to get a computer before I get a recorder. Yeah. Well, see, what what will happen, like, if you go on a case, you don't have a voice recorder, I'll just make sure to pair you up with someone who has one so it's not, like, a big deal, you know what I mean? Right. That's we don't demand you to have to have a a voice recorder. It's just like if there is like a piece of equipment that we would suggest, that would probably be the one we suggest. Because then you start getting your own evidence, and it just makes it more fun when you start finding your own stuff. Oh yeah. Instead of everybody else's. But yeah, what I'll do is like if you're on a case with me, I just make sure you're paired with someone who does have one because we had team voice recorders at one time and Darlene's mm-hmm. gonna do something with those so we took them all out but I also I just don't have time to go through more than one voice recorder like it's it's hard enough for me to find time to go through the four hours on my voice recorder than it is to try and go through four five six hours on somebody else's voice recorder right so, so. some phones too you know like the iPhones they have their own built in recorders yes and there is an app I found. I don't know if you could edit, make clips on it, or I didn't find it. Brandon actually found it where at St. Albans. I haven't played with it enough. I need to sit down and play with it and see. But you can apparently like make it clear on there too, very easily. Yeah. Like you can do all yeah. that stuff on Audacity, but apparently on here it's more self-explanatory. And I just yeah. need to sit down and play with it. Yeah, because the phone that I had when I caught that first EVP at Will's house, you know, that was actually on a an app that I had downloaded and caught it. Mm. Wow. And I didn't I didn't have a voice recorder at the time, so I had had to use that and that was like really cool. Yeah. Um, what are some apps that like you guys would probably yeah. recommend, if any? Yeah. Say so, yeah. Other than <laughs> voice recording apps, I wouldn't trust apps because don't get them ghost detecting oh, or no, no, no. finder. No, no, no none that's, of that. That's don't. like the most game stuff. The one. You have an iPhone? I think it's yes. on both. But um, if you have an iPhone, it has a built-in re- voice. It has recorder. a built-in recorder, but the app that Brandon found is just talking about is called Voice Recorder Pro. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, I haven't really sat down and played with it yet, but apparently you can do all kinds of things on it too. Yeah. Yeah, you can also um, clip it, too. Yeah, that's what they were saying, but I haven't, like, sat down. So maybe that's yeah. something you need to sit down and, and play with, and then you can, you know, make your own clips and stuff like that. Yeah. That. And, you know, being on the phone, you know, doing that, it's easy to send to someone else, too. So where you don't need, you know, a computer right away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll download that and kind of play with it and see see what's it about you know we've got actually got a couple of people that actually do that have the iPhones that use their recorders on their iPhone yeah yeah because it's called voice memos I think on the iPhone and I used it for yeah. 
couple of cases when I first started. Uh-huh. But I thought it was easier. I thought it was just easier to use the voice recorder because, like, yeah, it was easier yeah. to get the files off the voice recorder than it is the phone. Right. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, for yeah. right now, until yeah, you right do now, that, yeah. you know, it, it's just as good. Yeah. Like, you, but I would, like, if you're going to use the voice memos, I would, like, probably, like, keep your EVP sessions short. By the way, if you do have to, like, email the file, it's not such a huge file. So I would, like, just cut it up, you know, like maybe every minute, like turn it off and then turn it back on so you have different files. That's probably what I would do. I would probably do every 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, I was just, you know, trying to keep like the bigger the file, the harder it is to email. I honestly even do that with my regular voice recorder because, you know, having it going for like an hour and a half can be very excruciating. Yeah, I would do that time to time. It just depends on how I think about it. Right. But if I leave my voice recorder somewhere, you know, then, hey, that's what I do. Yeah. But it's just, you know, one thought to think of to kind of help out, too. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. Um, this upcoming oh, sorry. No, that's all right. Go ahead. I was going to say uh, my next one on the 29th, I'll definitely be using the um, uh, voice memos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, each uh, each case should have um, flashlights. Yeah, we have flashlights in there. I just that don't know why I didn't know you didn't have one. I already told you it should be. We'll like- say we'll, we'll say with my vision because I was you know I am legally blind in my left eye. Um, mm-hmm. I have to get like one of those really really bright ones. Um, because my vision is not the greatest, but it's, you know, it's not the worst, but it's not the greatest. Mm. These are some good flashlights that were given to us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're in, I'm pretty sure they're in the case. I don't have the equipment right now that verified, but I'm pretty sure they're in there. Yeah, they all should be color coded. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll just use one of those. Okay, and then uh, right now, as we're speaking, I'm sending you that other voice recording that we were talking about. It's the top one. Okay. I just sent you that. All right. All righty. Well, I think this just about basically wraps it up, you guys. Sounds good. Thank you for coming on and telling us your story. Oh, yeah, no thank, thank you. you. We appreciate it. Yep. Hopefully soon I'll get to see you. <laughs> Yes, I yes, I just I want to meet everybody and just yeah, it's yeah. really hard to do that until like we have like a meeting or something like that, which we should have a meet. I think it's in September. Is that right, Carol? I think it's September. Yeah, it's in September because I was kind of wanting to hold the meeting off until our Halloween, but then we we're just like, let's just keep it in September. Yeah, because uh, we, because we wanted then, our Halloween just to be fun and yeah, you know, we not will, uh, well do is just like push because right now the party our Halloween party is going to be like at 7 so Mm -hmm. if we want to do a meeting before we just have a meeting at 6 why is it so late what (laughs) why is the Halloween party so late well I can do it at 6 we can do it it's going to be at Will's house so we can do it at any time (laughs) yeah this is true Oh no! I just say seven. I I think someone asked me a time before, and I was like to be announced, but I was just saying seven. Like I said, going to Will's house, you can have a party there at like eleven o'clock in the morning, and still mm-hmm. be going. They'll, they'll be <laughs> the house at any time. <laughs> yeah, they'll be passed out of sleep, and you can still do whatever you want. <laughs> what? Pretty much. Yep. Like I said, we're there just to have fun and have a good time, and. You know, if people want to investigate more power to them, but we're not there for that. We're just there to yeah. finally have a Halloween party. <laughs> well, I think, like, the last time we went, oh, it was at Bill and Melanie's. It was, like, the last, but, yeah, we had a party there last time, and we all was just, like, and we had all the newbies come in, and the newbies wanted to investigate, but the rest of us were, like, we've done this, like, three times right. now. I was like, we don't want, so I like took the case upstairs where all the newbies were and I opened the case and I showed them all what it did. I was like, now go have fun. Right? Right. 
And then I was like, I'm not investigating tonight. I'm going to, you know, relax and have a few drinks. And it's kind of like, you know, a good chance for the newbies to get a feel of what to do and what to go on without so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be investigating that night. I'm just going to have fun and enjoy myself. Yeah. That's all I ask for. Yeah. That's what I You you know, dress up because it is Halloween. Of course. Which, which I do think I know what I'm doing for Halloween, but I'm not telling anybody yet. I don't know what I'm okay. going to be for Halloween. I don't even know what my husband's going to be. I have no idea. I don't know. I'll just tell you that me and Charlotte are working on something together. Awesome. Okay. It's going to be pretty nerdy, so just just, just be ready. <laughs> Why and nerdy. <laughs> yeah, I'm white and nerdy, for sure. <laughs> Nerdily, <laughs> Have you seen my car? I call my car the Nerdmobile. Okay, it's I'm pretty nerdy. Yeah, I've seen your car. Okay, uh, just so you know, big nerd. Right. I'm the one that goes to the cosplays and all that. So what do you expect? <laughs> this is true. I haven't cosplayed yet. I probably need to do that one day. So much fun. All right. <laughs> Let's get off here because now we're talking about things that have nothing to do with the team and people are listening and be like, why do we need to hear about cosplay? We're going to be like, wait, 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 what do they do? Yeah, right? <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, well, I will talk to y'all later. All right. Thank you. Have fun. Good talking to you. I'll talk Bye. to you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Really, Paul? What? No, bye. <laughs> Disclaimer. Any names and locations have been changed to protect our client's identity unless it's a public place that allows public investigations. Any evidence we talk about on our podcast, website, or presentation, SCPRAI, has been given written permission to do so by the client. Thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.